Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today I want to look at those difficult people. I know that's a subject a lot of people have difficulty with, and there is a quote that I'm sending out to those 6,000 people on my quote list. By the way, if you'd like to receive one of my favorite quotes each week for free, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, or just Google Bill Crawford PhD. I'll come up on the first page. Hit the subscribe button, put your name, email address, and each week I will send you one of my favorite quotes along with two or three paragraphs about how to apply that quote to life. This week's quote is from a gentleman by the name of William Haslett, and he says, Those who are constantly at war with others are seldom at peace with themselves. And I think that's important for us to be able to realize if we want to be able to deal with difficult people more effectively, if we can have some understanding of what's going on and why they are being so difficult, I think it helps us deal with them more effectively. Now, understanding doesn't mean that we're okay with it. It just means that the more we know about a particular situation, the more influence we have over the situation and especially over our reaction to the situation. So, for those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know we got these three parts of the brain, brainstem, lower brain, middle brain is the scanner, a processor, router part of the brain, the limbic system, upper 80% of the brain, the neocortex, what I call the top of the mind, is where we have access to our interpersonal skills, problem solving skills, clarity, confidence, creativity, compassion, etc. So what is going on when people who are constantly at war with others is that they are seldom at peace with themselves, which means their middle brain, the limbic system of their brain is looking at people and seeing them as threats or dangerous and throwing them into that lower brain. They probably think nobody likes them or nobody will going to listen to them or they don't respect them. And therefore they go into that fight or flight part of the brain. And for difficult people, uh, most of that is fight. That's anger, that's resistance, or that's defensiveness. But if we can begin to see them as coming from the fear-based part of the brain, Again, they're afraid you don't like them, they're afraid you're not going to listen to them, they're afraid you're going to tell them they're wrong, they're afraid you don't respect them. They're afraid, they're afraid, they're afraid. If we can begin to see difficult people as frightened versus frightening, or frightened versus annoying, or frightened versus irritating, because frankly, we don't want to give them the power to annoy us and or irritate us, so we don't want to really describe them as annoying or irritating. Frightened, however, is different. Because when we deal with someone that we see as frightened, we don't find that particularly problematic. We see that as information about them versus information about us, and we're able to respond in a pretty purposeful way. It could be that we try to get them to shift from their resistant brain to their receptive brain. It could be that they're just not that important in our life, and we determine we don't want to give them another thought, and we move on with our lives doing whatever it is we believe is important. So I think there is a determinant there. Is this an important person that you either live with or work with and want to have some influence over? If so, what I do is I go around the world teaching individuals and families and organizations how to deal with difficult people by getting them to shift from their resistant brain to their receptive brain so they truly hear and understand what you're wanting them to know. You can always go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in, love and to come and talk with you about that at your organization or church or school. 
If, however, this is not someone that's important to you, maybe it's a public figure, maybe just someone you don't know, maybe it's someone who cut you off on the freeway, maybe it's a clerk that didn't give you the service you want. You, we don't want to give those people the power to make us feel a certain way. So when we can see them as kind of interacting with life from this constantly at war with others, we know they're never really at peace with themselves. They're coming from that part of the brain that really isn't about peace of mind. It's about defense. It's about fight back. It's about do unto others before they do unto you. And so the more we can see them as frightened, again, afraid of not being liked or respected or listened to or valued or whatever, the less they will have a tendency to affect us. So if you ever find yourself dealing with any difficult people whatsoever, I'm going to encourage you to start practicing these determinants. Number one, are they important to you? One of the questions I ask when I'm out doing my dealing with difficult people seminar is, hey, when you're dealing with a difficult person on a scale of one to 10, how important is that person in your life? How much power do you want them to have? A lot of times people say zero is totally understandable and yet there's two ways to give someone power. We can love them, that gives them power, or we can resent them. Because when we're resenting them, the person we're thinking about is them. They are dominating our thoughts. They're triggering adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol, those stress hormones, and really messing with our blood pressure, heart rate, health in general. So what we want to do is begin to create a perspective on difficult people that doesn't trigger our lower brain, but instead allows us to stay in the top of the mind. That's why I love this concept of frightened versus frightening. And that's why I love this quote from William Hazlitt. <clears throat> people who are constantly at war with others are seldom at peace with themselves. So if you see someone who is seldom at peace with themselves, you recognize that that's got to be kind of a lousy way to live. And, you know, they, they probably don't have a lot of friends. They probably don't trust a lot of people. Maybe a lot of people don't trust them. We can have some compassion for that. There's a quote that I've uh, heard that talks about resentment. It says, resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. <laughs> and compassion is the antitoxin of the soul. So if resentment is like taking poison, compassion is the antitoxin of the soul. When we can see someone as frightened, we can have some compassion for that. And that allows us to be able to access the best of who we are and bring that to the situation or just go on with our life and have them minimally affect or have any effect in our life. I hope you're enjoying these videos. I'm having a great time bringing them to you. If so, please hit the like button. You know how Google, YouTube, uh, Facebook, love it when you like it. Feel free to share it with your friends. If you're not already uh, subscribing to my YouTube channel or following me on Facebook or Pink, uh, Pinterest or LinkedIn or iTunes, any of those uh, uh, organizations and uh, social medias, feel free to follow me on all of them. I post a video every week using my life from the top of the mind system, giving you tips on how to help you create the life you want. So, until next time, here is to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.